you know, you always tell the introvert to express themselves and out, you know, you need to be more outgoing and blah, blah, blah. No, but no one tells the extrovert to sit the fuck down and shut up, you know, like, so I understand sometimes I need to be self-aware to take a back seat sometimes and let people be more comfortable. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to Almost Cool. This is Hooter. That's Martin over there. I'm over here. He's over there. <laughs> I'm over here. I promise. I promise. <laughs> oh, man. I hope everyone's having a great day. Um, so today, I think we're talking about a very cool topic, a real fun subject. We're going to be discussing different types of friendships and just friends in general, um, how we make them what we do with them, you know, all these different things. And I'm really excited about it. Um, you know, I, I I love, first of all, I love my relationship with Martin because I feel like we've had such a different kind of friendship dynamic. Oh, yeah, than, it's been way different. <laughs> than most other people have had. Uh, so for you, everyone that doesn't know, um, Martin and I, we've known each other since 2014. We met on pretty much the first day of college. Whoop, whoop. And... We hung out, you know, pretty consistently for a couple of weeks, but then I don't, out of nowhere, we just kind of—I won't say—fell off. No, I think like, class has gotten the way, and just yeah, class has gotten the way, you know. But we would still talk to each other pretty regularly, but we wouldn't hang out in person for months at a time. <laughs> yeah, like, like every three or four months, we'd hit each other up. It's like, hey, what are you doing today? You want to hang out? Yeah, all right, cool, let's do it. And then <laughs> it would pretty much. It would pick up right where it left off, and I don't know, it's, I've never had anything quite like that before, and I don't really know too, too many people that, are, that have had those friendships, because I feel like it's so easy if you don't see someone regularly that you will quickly just stop talking to this person in general. Yeah, like, if they're not, <laughs> yeah, it's like out of sight, out of mind mentality with people. And, you know, I, w I would like to shout out Chris, um, who is a, a close friend of mine who I just recently made. And uh, he kind of stole my position at the Duncan house. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, I moved out and Chris moved in and, you know, me hanging out with everybody. He's been around and it's been such a blessing because he's a friend by circumstance, but we've actually grown ourselves into being really close friends at this point. So shouts out to you, Chris. He really wanted to hear us talk about different types of friends and uh, it, I, I honestly, I'm just going to roast the hell out of everybody. <laughs> just, give, buckle up, everybody. <laughs> you thought this was going to be a heartfelt moment. Uh, not today. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, but shouts out to you, man, because I think this is an awesome subject to talk about. I uh, like, like Jordan was saying, uh, you know, friendships stem and they keep going in the in the weirdest ways and the in the weirdest dynamics. Um, because I, I have I have the same kind of relationships with people like you live in new orleans i'm living in kentucky mm -hmm. and i have friends back at home in north carolina where my parents live and i keep up with them and we we see each other on social media and it is you know i go home and I, I love to see them and we love to catch up but i don't know it's this different it's this different mentality where i don't have like this relationship between me and you is so unique and you know i'm you're if we're gonna i don't want to class anybody as like better than the rest you know i don't want to make a hierarchy system out of this but you know <laughs> you're in the top tier of my friends and we kind of made this revelation the other day we've talked more on the phone than in person 
you know, yeah. especially after college. It's yeah. like <laughs> it's like this weird the weirdest. I, you're the, you're one of my closest friends, but we don't physically see each other, each other. And, <laughs> and it's really weird. Uh, We're glorified pen pals, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I guess with technology, it's way easier to talk with people yeah. now. But that's exactly what it feels like. <laughs> oh, but uh, yeah, I, and you know that with that, I mean, there's there's several different types of friends that I have, uh, and it's you know I don't like I said it's hard to categorize these, but I do you know I do have sections of. Uh, or I do lump people into certain sections and label them as a certain type of friend. And I don't think it's mean. I don't think, I think it's just necessary to kind of keep my priorities aligned and that kind of deal. Uh, I mean, do you, I mean, do you feel like you have a hierarchy system of friends? I know that's, that's <laughs> terrible to say, oh, I care about this person more, but I mean, you know, you have a friend that you've known for 10 years is obviously going to be way higher on that system than like <laughs> someone you just met, you know? Well, honestly, I wouldn't even say that. Um, I don't think I have a hierarchy of friends. There are some that I consider closer than others, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I have, you know, my best friend from growing up, Kenny, you know, he lives literally six blocks away from me now. Mm -hmm. And, (laughs) like, we've been friends since the fourth grade, fifth grade. Mm -hmm. And then I have freaking Paul out there in Louisville who he was my roommate in college he and I like we talk pretty much every day every other day Mm -hmm. and (laughs) but I've known him a lot shorter of a time and then I'll sometimes I'll meet people that I've known for maybe a year but they are just so consistent and I I don't know sometimes they climb up the ranks of a imaginary (laughs) hierarchy yeah yeah I know know. it's weird to say it but I honestly, I try not to say like, okay, like I try to keep my mind away from the MySpace top eight, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, like my all tell top five kind of deal. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I feel like Charles Barkley and those like, who's in your five, D Wade? That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what it, it's like. Cell phones were the first one to like start sectioning off friends, oh, right? Goodness gracious. <laughs> I try to keep myself away from that because I think that's almost like a dangerous way of thinking because you'll lose a lot of friends. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you're my number two and I'm only your number seven? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> like, like, get out of here with that. If you're my friend, you're my friend. I love you. And so... <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think I think it's just what... It's just taking different considerations for different types of friendships that you have. You know, right. I, I don't think... Yeah, I, 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 I'm going back on what I said about having hierarchy of friends I, you know i i know that's a terrible way to say that um but i you know it's it, like you were saying i think i do have close friends that when i'm going through something i immediately i'm like okay i have my four quarters i don't need to go to the the hundred penny side i know it's like a cliche right, yeah. phrase of i'd rather have four quarters than a hundred pennies it's the same yeah. value you're gonna get but it just feels like a lot more work if you're gonna go the hundred penny yeah. route you know i'd much rather count yeah. out four quarters than <laughs> sit there at the counter counting a hundred pennies and, um, oh, man. and it just, it, I don't, I don't want to say it's like that much work to be in friendships, but I mean, friendships do require, a, it's a labor, you know, it's an emotional labor kind yeah. of deal where it's, you know, to uphold a friendship, there's considerations both parties have to make to uphold it. And if one falls off, it just, it kind of eludes someone else to be like, okay, well, <laughs> bye. And I think, so, I mean, that happened to me sometimes, like without even trying, I think like we have the, we were talking a little bit about quarantine and COVID and you know I'm not preaching that anymore but with that it's you know you're not going to keep up with the 
the 50 people that you know because yeah, exactly. you can't go see them at bars and you can't go hang out with them that way. So, I mean, just they kind of just naturally trail off, you know? Yeah. But, but um, yeah. <laughs> it's a, uh, I don't, <laughs> no, I keep thinking about like, damn, now there's all people out there that I'm like, I'm, you're more important to me than most. And that's, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's true to an extent, you know, everyone has their people, but <laughs> I didn't want to make I it think, seem like that. <laughs> I think that's, that's a fair way of thinking. Um, there are people, there are friends that I have that I would rather talk to in certain situations, but there are other, but those same friends could be higher on a scale of friends I would rather do a specific, like, thing with, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I'd rather go to a bar and have a few drinks with, you know, groups A through, or friends A through C, <laughs> and not talk to my, talk to them about my problems, but I'll talk to friends D through F about my problems, but I do not want to hang out with them in public, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, yeah, no, having different friend groups that you can kind of go to. I mean, different friend groups highlight different aspects of yourself. And you can, you know, I'm the same person in all these different friend groups that I have. I yeah. like to, I mean, and in, in, I'm going to kind of relate it to high school. I mean, as terrible as high school was, uh, I didn't peak in any means. So I was I was not uncool, but my, my relationship with people in high school is all through grade school and middle school, I went to the same school as all my best friends. And then right. in high school, I went to a different high school. I was into piano, so I went to like a school that was kind of focused on piano. Mm-hmm. And so my best friends that I made throughout all these years as a little kid went to different schools, but they lived right next door. I was still in the same house and stuff like that. So all the, you know, yeah. I went to public school, so all those kids were right around in my neighborhood and that kind of deal. And I kind of just floated in high school where I was cool with everybody. I was, you know, I didn't cause any confrontations. At least I like, I hope. I, I'm sure there was teenage <laughs> drama in there somewhere. But yeah. uh, for the most part, I would I would be friends with group A, B, C, and D and all and like all their different scenarios. But just enough to be cool, but not hang out with them outside of anywhere, you know, just yeah. kind of floating. And then I would go home and hang out with the people that I've we're always friends with and really comfortable with. And I, you know, that, that mentality kind of sticked around, stuck around, you know, going through college because I, I moved into this house really randomly with, it was two apartments, but it had eight people total in it. And I didn't know, I only knew one person moving into this house and I had made, I had made friends like you and all this uh, and other people before the year before, and then moving into this house I I was still kind of floating, you know. We were, I mean, we yeah. saw each other, but I was in this floating. And then I, I don't know. We got to hanging out, and we got to playing music together, and that kind of thing. We had similar interests, so those people grew naturally to become the crew, the like, you right. know, the the posse, if you will. The posse, <laughs> you know. If and, and if we're relating to high school, it's like we were the clique that played music, you know, compared <laughs> to everybody else. And um, it was so funny because when that happens, you know. I like you were saying, I know a lot of people. I would walk around and I would have tons of friends out there. It's not that I cared about one person more. I'm just like going through life with these specific people. So I'm naturally instinctually going to gravitate towards those type, you know, that group of friends because now I'm getting closer with them. And it's, you know, it's not, yeah. I just don't have the same experiences with the, you know, friends that I'm in class with and stuff. So it's, (laughs) yeah, I feel you. I pretty much, I, I really relate to that. Like, back in high school like I was able to be friends with everyone you know I can hold different conversations I have you know diverse enough interests where 
if this group likes to talk about basketball, I could talk about basketball all day with them. Or if this group over here likes to talk about Pokemon, I could talk about Pokemon all day with them. <laughs> it's so much fun. And so I would have like, I was kind of like the bumblebee cross-pollinating all these different <laughs> groups, you know? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Just floating from group to group. Getting what I needed out of it for 10 minutes, because after 10 minutes, I was usually like, all right, I'm done. I'm, I can't talk to y'all anymore. I have to go somewhere. And so, <laughs> That's enough basketball for me. <gasps> That's enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jordan's the best. Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> but uh, then, <laughs> then I'd walk away, go to another group, you know, strike up another conversation, head out. And that was really when I was practicing, like, that self-development of being more comfortable talking to people. For sure. And it really worked. It really helped out. It, it helps to have a div- diverse you know, group of interests. It does. Because not everyone is going to relate to the same exact thing. So you have to be water enough to, you know, kind of flow into whatever they're talking about and have a little bit of knowledge of it at least. Oh, that's that's absolutely. I mean, it's like having, so to, to paint this picture, I have my posse. We're a bunch of indie kids who play music together. I'm really comfortable around them. It's really fun. It's really cool. And then, uh, you know, that's my main group. And, you know, it's like I can talk to them about anything. Yes, I feel super comfortable to go to them about most things. But, you know, friend group B over here, and especially in my work life, I am a geologist and work in Kentucky. So it's a labor. It's like a man, it's manual labor. So yeah. these guys I usually work with are like farm fed country boys from middle of Kentucky. And it's awesome. Like they highlight a different side of me that I don't get to explore very often with this other yeah. group of friends. And like I said, I'm the same person. I don't change who I am to be around these people. But it, it it's just I can talk to them about a certain issue that may be kind of controversial to the other group. And I'm not right. saying, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying it's, you know, I'm, I want to hear their opinion because they're going to tell me what I want to hear versus this other group. I just like yeah. it's offering I can adapt to the situation that I'm in because I can be friends with anyone. I don't have any expectations on the way people should act or the way, what they believe in and that kind of thing. So even if yeah. we're completely different people, I can still be friends with you. Friends with you. Yeah. You just have to be open to like, I can believe what I want to, too. You know, it's, it yeah, goes, exactly. it, when it, especially when it goes both ways, because working with these farm fed boys, dude, I, I'm only five, eight. I like to say I'm five, nine. I'm sure I'm five, eight. Uh, <laughs> my attitude is six, seven. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, it's, you know, I'm, I'm compared to these boys. I'm not, I'm not, I don't come from the backwoods of Kentucky and that kind of thing, but they're, you know, they give me a bunch of shit for that. They're calling me city boy and like pretty boy, all this different stuff, but it, it's all out of fun. Right. It's, you know, yeah, yeah. and it, it goes back and forth, but you know, they're joking with me, but they don't give a shit who I am. I do my job and I do it well and I get out of there and everyone has that's a good time care about. and that's all, that's all it cares care about. about. So yeah. it's, <laughs> it, it's so fun to have those different groups. And even if like, you know, I'm talking about work, so I'm kind of forced to be around those people right you know we're all paid to be there so i'm not going to hang out with any of them outside of work uh you know not not at a mean just that you know that's not if i'm going to choose to spend my time with somebody that's probably not a group i want to you know mingle with on on the reg but it's it is nice to be introduced to these different types of friend groups and kind of see where you what your place is in them and like you know because you offer something to the table that they might lack in their friend group yeah. And then when you bring a table, it may be different, but it works. It's like this dynamic thing, you know, with friends, it's all about dynamics. And the be- the most beautiful thing about friendship to me is that it's a choice. 
you can choose to hang out with someone. It's that, you know, there's family, family, like it's blood. You're there. You're stuck. You can't choose your family. Like my mom, I can't change that. I mean, I guess I could if I tried hard (laughs) enough, but you know what I mean? You're just born and you, you're stuck with the people that you're born with. So that's, but you can absolutely choose who you, who you surround yourself with. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I, you know, I think it's important to, to have different friend groups, you know, like, like you were saying, to have your like your chosen few that you spend most of your time with, but to have a solid work group or a solid school group of friends, and you know maybe you have different you meet different people while you go out doing your own thing away from your existing friends. Mm-hmm. So I've told this story before where I went to this bar to go watch a college football game, and. I ended up meeting like three people. I just started talking shit to yeah, them. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> I just started talking shit to them. And then I bought them a drink. And then, you know, for like a good two months, we would meet each other over there and watch whatever game was on. And we had a great time. And like, I don't know anything about them. You know, the bare minimum. I know oh, it's who all their surf- favorite. Yeah, it's surface level. I know who their favorite teams are. <laughs> but you know what? We'll buy each other drinks and we'll have a good time. And mm-hmm. like, I don't have to. I don't know. I could just be a football fan with these specific people. I don't have to go any deeper than that. And they know it's the same thing. And yeah, it's like, a I don't, mutual it, feeling. It's such an easy relationship to uphold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> such... Well, yeah, and it's because, you know, when you're hanging out with these different friend groups, it's just a, it's all about expectations. You know, with my yeah. posse and my, like, pe- my chosen few, I expect them, you know, it, it, this isn't like a... I, you know, then they have to live up to it or anything. But, you know, since we're so close, if I'm going through something personal, right. you know, I'm expecting them to be like, oh, yeah, like, absolutely. We're the people that you're going to come to, obviously. Right. But yeah, with when you meet, I had tons of friends when you meet at a bar. That's all they are. It's like, OK, I see you out. And, you know, whenever we're out in the same place, let's just have a good time. Yeah, friends are there to like. Fun enjoy each other and you don't like you say it's not that you can't talk about your life or get personal or so it's just that's not the time and place for it those friends are there to i don't know it's it's kind of weird because there's like two meaning of friends for me there's like friends that you have fun with and then friends that are there through the detriment (laughs) you know of of stuff and both of them i can have both both with both kinds of groups but i do you know i do separate them to where i'm not going to go to my bar friends you know, and be like, "Hey, everyone, I'm having a tough time. Let me ha- buy everyone a beer and talk about it." It's like it's it's you know, I'll do that with my posse, but I, you know, <laughs> when you're with, when everyone's coming out and they're just expecting to have a good time and be you know loosey goosey and you know, I like you were saying, I can be a football fan around these people. Like when I go out and watch games at bars and stuff, it, yeah. I'm doing the same thing. I'm there to watch the game, and that's all I want to do. It's like that's and all the people. I wanna do. <laughs> I like meeting different people to cheer along with. Even though I have no idea what their name is, I know they like Miller Lite, so that's... Exactly. I kind of, I love that. I have several people that you, like, they'll go, Martin, and I'm like, hey, man. What's <laughs> up, gin and tonic? How are you doing? <laughs> that's, all, that's all I remember from <laughs> meeting you the first time. And it's it's mutual. You know, there's feeling like they don't have... This expectation that we're such great friends, and I have to have you know this whole backstory. It's just good to see people you know, and like yeah, exactly. I, think, I think it's a res- you know there is a respect to it a little bit. You know, recognizing your place in friendships, and it kind of goes both ways. You know, I, I yeah. have you have you had the, have you had this uh, where someone thinks that you're way better friends than you actually are? If that makes sense, have you had that where? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. Like there was this girl that 
Um, I basically was, uh, you know about this girl. We've talked about it. You've known about her for years. Anyway, like I would hang out with her just because no one else would. Mm -hmm. And like, that was kind of a, you know, not so much a, a pity thing. Mm -hmm. Like she wanted somebody to talk to. That's cool. I'll talk to you if you need that. And she would tell me things. And I never, you know, I wouldn't actively be like, hey, so-and-so, do you want to go hang out this weekend? Or, hey, do you want to grab some lunch or something? But she would do that to me. And it wasn't always just to, you know, vent and let things out. But mm-hmm. I was way higher on the, <laughs> of a tier of friend than she was to me, you know? Mm-hmm. like yeah. And it was kind of awkward at first, but then she went and blew up the whole situation, so it it, kind of dissipated on its own. (laughs) It handled itself. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think, I I don't see that really as a bad thing, though. Like, if you're cool to people, some people aren't used to that. Some people just don't have those people who actually give a shit, (laughs) who actually are willing Mm -hmm. to listen to their problems. They just want to be the football friends. They just want to be the bar friends. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of, it is hard to find, you know, your, your not blood family. Like, yep. yep. I, me, myself, I'm very picky about who I have close in my life. Like I have a million acquaintances. I have like five friends, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, I know exactly what you're saying. And, I'm very, very choosy, and some people, you know, are just as choosy, or maybe even choosier than I am, mm-hmm. so they don't, may not even have one person that they can fully, I don't know, just vent to and just Absolutely. be vulnerable with, and it's it's hard to deal with, it really is, but at that point, I would say just eh, loosen up a little bit, you know, you know, don't judge a book by its cover. You know, you never know who's going to be there. People surprise you every day. Yeah. No, I mean, that's absolutely true. I think I, I run into that problem a little bit. It, and it's not because, uh, you know, I'm just so charismatic and I love people. I really do. And so mm-hmm. when I meet someone, especially if, if I'm making a new friend, um, I, will, I will say that I think genuinely because i'm so charismatic and goofy and that that comes off really well to people i think it's very like like a likable quality of me and it's weird to you know talk about myself in this way but i you know i've met several people at a bar and like we're having a great time and then they're like what are you doing tomorrow and i'm like ooh, you know (laughs) i don't want to say like i don't want to hang out with you but you know hanging out with you i'm the type of person (laughs) they want to be around which is awesome like I, I'm yeah. really happy that I am that for you, and it's not that I don't care about you. It's not that, I, but you have—I don't know. There's like a, there's like a wall that I've built where you know I'm like, okay, I'm not, you know, as as charismatic and inclusive as I try to be with everyone. There, I, I'm shut off. I have trust issues. I have more than one issue that I have, uh, you know, wall that I've created walls for that I won't let people in to that level unless you, you do something that I can really deem as like, Hey, you're, you're a friend of mine. You care about me. So I've yeah. had the, I've had the weird, uh, like dynamic where just for being me and being saying hello to someone, like you were saying, just kind of being there. And like when no one else really was in their life, just saying yeah. hello, I, initiating that for them, it was this, you know, monumental oh i'm making a friend i'm you know i'm getting out there this person cares about me i do i really i'm not going to talk to you if and like act like i like you i'm really there for the you know in the moment i don't want to i'm not fake you know but you know leaving that situation it was a good moment but 
there's a wall built to where, yeah, I had a good moment with you, but that doesn't mean we're best friends. You know, it doesn't mean I that gotcha. I want to progress that further. I know it's a terrible thing. It's like a, it, it, there, it's to a fault sometimes because that person, it could lead to a great friendship, but maybe I'm too, you know, stubborn at first. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's, like, that's what I was going to ask. Uh, so do you say that you're the person who recruits friends like people can't recruit you as a friend you have to like let them be your friend not the other way around yes you know? yeah no it's yeah. oh my gosh yeah i haven't ever heard it put that way before but yeah actually <laughs> i hate that why am i the one who needs to facilitate whether friends can be made or not i hate that yeah. <laughs> damn Put them wall down yeah i'm trying i'm trying man it's just <laughs> we're in this point in our life though i will say like when you're 16 you can be friends with anyone yeah you have your existing biases but you know you're just open to the world you know now i'm i have my posse and i'm old enough to where i don't want to say i'm shut off but like i always make that that reference i have my friends you know like (laughs) there's no room for any more which yeah because you know there's a little truth to that because for me i've known these people for six seven years now you know someone i just met it's not that we can't get there but these people just have so much more of a hold on me than (laughs) <laughs> this person that I'm just now meeting. So it, it's like to get to that point, it's like I, I hate it because it, it does take a little bit of time for me to be like, hey, yeah, you're a good friend of mine. You know, like, yeah, it just takes doing A, B and C for me, whether Ooh, I deem boy. that as a friendship. Yeah, I hate it. I hate it. Well, damn, I'm glad I met you on the first day of school, not the fucking hundred and first. That's kind of I mean, we're kind of going against with. You know, I mean, I'm, I was, when I first got to college, I was so open to everybody, right? You know, when we first met, you... I got you at the right time. Yeah, <laughs> you you initiate it by talking shit, and that's my humor. Because, you know, uh, and I, I do want to talk about this a little bit, the origin of our Almost Cool podcast. origin uh, The origin of it was I was playing pool downstairs in the Cat's Den, which is just like a student center, had pool tables or whatever, ping pong tables, and I shoot an eight ball. I'm like on the eight ball and it almost goes in and Jordan is sitting off to the side. We haven't said a single word. He hasn't said, he had been there and he just looks at me not knowing me and goes, Hey man, that was almost cool. <laughs> and I turn around so slowly to look at you like, what the fuck did this guy just say to me? <laughs> and you were just standing there laughing, drinking your drink. <laughs> and I was like, Oh God, this is the spark of something new. And I like it, <laughs> you know? And, uh, I mean, and it stemmed from there because we were joking. We would, you know, we played, we ended up playing a, a couple of games together and like, we got to know each other, hung out afterwards. But <laughs> that, that, uh, we just instantly clicked, and there's, I mean, there, I've had feelings like that before uh, after you where I'm like, oh, this person we instantly click with, but yeah. they, they're not included like you were, you know? Like, it's <laughs> it's this weird barrier I can't, like I said, it, it's formed after trust issues came about and that kind of deal, and, you know, maybe I'm not as open-minded as I think I am, which is, you know, another fault I need to recognize, hey, but... <laughs> let's work on it, buddy. Because <laughs> I, honestly, I feel, I feel the same way. Like, there, there were points in my life where I didn't want new friends to hang out with. I was like, okay, like, I have my, my set crew over here. That's all I need. I don't want to focus on meeting new people. I have other things to work on. I have other things to focus on. And somewhere along the lines, like, I started going out with, a different group of like a different group of work friends, right? Mm-hmm. And they were so sociable. You know, anybody who walked in through the door, they were like, "Oh, what's up, baby? How you doing? How's fucking your sister? I don't know all these." How's things. fucking your sister? <laughs> <laughs> that was a bar in Alabama. I couldn't help it. But... <laughs> 
Oh, gosh. <laughs> very close, very close family. Uh, so... <laughs> but I just, I just lost every Alabama listener that we might have. <laughs> they instantly just said, no, not today. I thought this was something else. <laughs> Some of them said, oh, it was good. No, it's fine. <laughs> I understand that, man. <laughs> Thanks for asking. But they were... <laughs> oh, God. That's silly. That's silly. But we would be hanging out. <laughs> be hanging out. And people would walk in, and they would just, dude, how's life going? How's everything going? I'm like, oh, how long have you known him? It's like, oh, I've, I met him literally last time I was here. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a two-minute conversation. He just seemed pretty cool. I was like, holy shit. So I, from that point on, I started kind of be more open with who comes in. Like, it's not so much the wall is completely torn down, you know, but it's easier to filter people in and out. Because then I started kind of looking back at my old friends, and I had to cut out a couple people of my old friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying, like, all right, I have these vacant spots to fill, uh, <laughs> taking applications now. <laughs> Now hiring now new hi- friend, <laughs> but <laughs> but it was easier for me to strike up conversation. And if I really like them and they really like me, it's like, hey, do you want to try and hang out again? You know, when are you going to be back here? And from that point on, like I've met a couple different people who, granted, they're not close close. Like I don't see them all the time, but mm-hmm. well, every once in a while we'll give each other a ring, see what's going on, and yeah, it's, well, it's a really cool thing. I do. I mean, I I do want to. Kind of, I mean, with that, I mean, how many times have do you do you think you have to hang out with someone before either, yeah, you know, like so you have that really good moment, you know, you're like, oh wow, this yeah. this person's really cool, like I we really vibe, but then you know, as the friendship progresses, he that person, he or she may say something or kind of, um, you know, they may start treating you in a certain way where you're kind of like, that's not what friends do, or that's not like you know, to, so does that kind of hinder you from progressing that friendship or is it just like okay you did that i don't know what your intentions were maybe we should talk it out and like as a friend you know because yeah you know because like we're saying like if it's casual friends yeah you're probably not going to bring up those uh like critical checklist items that you need in a friend because those aren't your day ones right yeah exactly Um, i think the more times we hang out the more urgent that conversation gets you know like if we only hang out a couple times a year, then if you say something stupid, then I'll just be like, oh, all right, I'm, I'll see you next time around, you <laughs> <Yeah>. know? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and there's, I'll forget about it in a couple days because I don't hear anything from them. Mm-hmm. But if I am starting to hang out with someone more and more, and they do something that kind of gets under my skin, I won't say anything about it like as soon as possible, just because I'm like, oh, maybe they didn't know. But if this is an ongoing issue, I'd be like, yo, if this is how you are, then, like, if this is what you think, if this is how you're going to say things to me, like, I don't want this, uh, I don't think this is going to work out, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, if this is just a little little hiccup in the system, then cool. All right, we'll move past it. Like, I'm not holding a grudge or anything, but yeah, it's like I it's, just want to, yeah. It's coming from a place of not judgment, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just nip it in the bud before it becomes an issue. And like you don't want this person to be your freaking best man in your wedding, and then he, you know, yeah, exactly, exactly. And if <laughs> I have the excuse, to, I have my brother. So any close friend of mine, I'm like, oh, sorry, my brother is going to be my best man for whenever that day comes. 
if it comes. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. I believe in you. Ah. But, <laughs> I wanted to ask you this. How, how do you go about, or if at all, do you integrate friend groups? Like, do you bring in friends from, you know, your main people to your bar people or oh anything like that? Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah? I think I'm a glue of my all these different friend groups sometimes. Yeah. Because I'm so sociable and I'm out, I re- outreach to every, you know, I reach out to a lot of people and I, I have, I have tons of experiences where I, I, I worked at this restaurant job and met a bunch of cool people in like the two months that I worked there and right. meeting them, you know, it's work. So we're hanging out, but they're all my age. So it's really fun. And I formed this little crew where I was working and we would go out after work. And then after I'm going out with those people, but I would tell my posse to be like, Hey, you would love these people, people come out and hang with us and meet them. And they would be like, yeah, absolutely. And so yeah. my roommate, Bailey, she's a horticulturist. And I met this girl named Haley. Their names rhyme. I think it's so funny. Bailey and Haley. Um, but Haley was working at this restaurant with me. But now she works at a at like a flower shop where mm-hmm. she does uh, like boutiques for weddings and stuff. And she's in right. the horticulture field. So I was just like, oh, Bailey, you have to meet Haley because you have this similar interest. Also, because yeah. you guys are both amazing people in my life i would want you guys to know each other because if you guys become friends that that just like encompasses everyone i care about into one group if that makes sense you know it's like except like i but then again i it's the same thing where sometimes i do the direct opposite where i know two people won't get along yeah and i'm like you know what i'm not going to introduce them ever you know i because because judgment creeps in where i'm like one friend is like, why are you friends with this person? And then the other friend is like, why are you friends with that person? This person yeah. <laughs> and it's, you can't explain it. It's just like you were, your dynamic works with different people in different ways. So, right. you know, yeah. but I, I will say, I think more times than not, uh, I try to act as the glue because I love inclusivity. I love like adding people to my, my bank and it takes a while to get there. I know I'm a little stubborn, but once things, once walls are put down and I can, see connections in different people mm-hmm. that may not meet in their daily life. Yeah, I would want I would 100% love to facilitate see, that. I love that. You you pretty much answered my next question without even me asking it. Was that like how do you go about introducing these people? And basically, and I know this from experience, uh you're like a fucking you're just an MC for your friends. Like, oh, <laughs> uh, like you're the hype man behind them cuz I remember when you introduced me to your like main group for the first time. And you're like, oh, yeah, this is Jordan. He does all this silly shit. He plays drums. Wop, 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 wop. Like, all this shit. Like, you pretty much hyped me up. And he's like, oh, Jordan, tell him that one story. And I was like, okay. <laughs> you pretty much set me up for success to meet these people. And, like, I became solid friends. I, I love your friends. They're pretty freaking cool. Absolutely. And, see, me, on the other hand, I am terrible at that. <laughs> I, I used to think I was a good wingman for somebody. Mm-hmm. Now this is completely false. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, y'all, but uh, <laughs> that's that's not my forte. I'm like, so did you know Martin also likes French toast? And it's like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Like, it's like, I don't know who you are. I was like, oh, shit. Fuck. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to bother you. And then I go back over to you. Yeah, she's not interested. Yeah, like, <laughs> All right. Well, you're Elmer's and I'm super glue. So. <laughs> See, I'm like, <laughs> I'm good at like, I'm good at filling in conversation amongst people. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm really good at asking questions to people, but 
I'm not good at introducing people to one another. Even though I think that they would get along so well, it's so hard for me to be like, oh, yeah. Even though it's such a simple thing, like, she likes, you know, gardening. You like gardening. Here's a similar connection. Y'all hop on it. What do you like about each other? And I could, they might have that one thing in common, but they have polar opposite personalities on mm-hmm. every other front, and I totally miss it. And it's yes. So, <laughs> I have failed at this multiple times, and I think I've retired from trying to introduce people. <laughs> he just took an L. He just took a loss. Pretty much. Like, and that, I won't say I won't do that anymore, but like, it is very difficult for me, at least, to introduce existing friendships to people. Oh yeah, it's God. it's because <laughs> yeah, I think I think I, I I was listening to the Ben and Charlie podcast, uh, that podcast that you showed me, and they, and there was a question on there that someone wrote in was like, how do you introduce people that have like this, uh, you know, like between two people, but without it making awkward, right? You know, it gets yeah, awkward yeah, very yeah. quickly. And they were saying, you know, you MC for your friends, you you kind of hype them up. But I, what I do is, you know, I was doing this without really knowing what it meant to put, you know, this process into words. I was doing it without even really knowing what I was doing. And yeah. what I would do is I take this similar interest that these two people had, and I was like, okay, they have this common interest. Yeah, they're different people, but they can at least talk about this one thing, right? And right. that one thing is going to get stale, and then they're what are they going to talk about after that? Exactly. But, you know, what you, for me, to include everybody is, you know, you, you have a different interactions with, or different experiences with different people. So, like you mm-hmm. were saying, I was like, Jordan, tell that one story. Because I knew that one story was something that my friends would find really funny, And so it it just opened another door. And for me, when I'm facilitating friends meeting each other, it's like, since I'm the mediator, I know both of you without you guys knowing each other, I'm going to open up doors to yourself. That's not, not too intrusive. Like they're, they're surface level stuff. You know, I'm not like, you know, uh, you know, (laughs) this person is suffering from major depression. How about that? You know, it's something like that. It's very, tell them about your childhood trauma. (laughs) They'd love that. Exactly. (laughs) It's something like that. You just have, you know, you're facilitating these conversations (laughs) and it's good to preface those with, you know, what, why this person would be good to be introduced to them. Cause you know, if you're just, if it's that random, like, Hey, I'm getting lunch. And then that friend invites a random friend that without you knowing, you know, I'm good enough in social That's situations yeah. that I can maintain it. But yeah, like you were saying, there's no preface. There's no like mindset. Oh, oh I'm meeting someone new. So it's it's yeah. hard to make that connection. It gets awkward really fast. And then that person in the middle exactly. is like, I am hanging out with two people, but both of them are only hanging out with me, if that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, I'm like that too. Like, I'm not weird about meeting new people. And so if I, if somebody invited me out, it's always good to know like who's going to be there before. Because I've been in those situations where I go to a friend's house, I'm thinking it's just going to be, like, our main crew, but they end up inviting, like, three people I've never met before, or two people I've never met before. And then they don't, they're not that middle person to kind of facilitate the conversation amongst us, to be Mm -hmm. like, okay, I know you guys like this, I know Jordan likes this, let's fucking, you know, connect these dots. They just like, all right, go at it. And I'm like, and then I have to basically start from scratch. And be mm-hmm. like, so what do you guys like to do? And I have to prod around to see little connections that easily could have been set up for us, mm-hmm. you know, in the first two minutes of this interaction. Yep. And I just think that's awkward. It's not that I'm uncomfortable meeting these new people, you know, cold calling a friendship or something. Mm-hmm. But it's just if there's somebody there like introducing two groups of friends together, 
Please set us up for success. Yeah. <laughs> it's Stop on you. Saying. Yeah, it's on you. It's like, uh, <laughs> it, not a one hundred percent, but I mean, what's the, what's the checklist? Like, if you were to first meet somebody, what's the the things that when you instantly click with somebody, what are those things that you're clicking on? Do you know? You know, like what are the? Oh wow, this person's awesome. Like we instantly have this connection. Like what are those connections? Do you think? Uh, quick wittedness is pretty Humor. pretty up there. Humor. If we're if we're talking to each other and you know, <laughs> I, okay, so I was in a converse. I worked with this girl. And we were in this conversation, and she was just the driest and not funny dry, just like the most saltine cracker person. <laughs> no British humor here, like <laughs> dude, alive, like nothing at all. She was just. She would try and make jokes, and I feel for her. You know, we weren't being mean to her. We were like, I'm not trying to be mean about anything. But she would try to make jokes, and one, they would just not land. Two, they had nothing to do with what we were talking about. <laughs> What's a sea monster's favorite snack? Ships and dip. And you're like, we were talking about basketball. We're, t- what it- <laughs> we're talking about the housing bubble of 2008. Please, Amber. <laughs> Please, Amber. <laughs> That's such an office name. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so awkward. And it's like, I, I knew from that point, I was like, okay, I can only talk about work things with this girl. And that will be, there will be two minute in- <laughs> increments of us talking to one another. And that's okay with me. Mm-hmm. But if I meet someone and they're just kind of ready to shoot the shit, they've got some good stories on deck. Not even on deck, just able to recount them, you know, pretty quickly yeah they're funny you know they don't stink because i don't <laughs> <laughs> you know figuratively and literally like if you smell bad i'm probably not gonna want to hang out with you <laughs> that's just a general rule of life though but <laughs> i mean those are things i don't care who it is like i don't care i don't have a specific like you know physical mold of the person like yeah i'm only gonna hang out with like hot chicks and real buff dudes who dress good no fuck that what are you talking about like <laughs> like this guy's a few pounds overweight but he's funny as hell i want to yeah. hang out with them like, exactly it's yeah i i would say um and, and we were talking about we talk about this too is like first impressions are bullshit right so you know right. you may meet someone and it's that dynamic may not click off the you know, the first time you meet, um, will I probably facilitate that to be in front of that person again? Probably not. But sometimes when I'm friends with somebody, I see that their friend who I don't really click with multiple times mm-hmm. before we connect, you know, because maybe that person is suffering from social anxiety. So for that other person to meet me, I know I can be a lot, you know, I know when I'm at the table, it's like, you know, you always tell the introvert to express themselves and out, you know, you need to be more outgoing and blah, blah, blah. No, but no one tells the extrovert to sit the fuck down and shut up, you know? Like, <laughs> so I understand sometimes I need to be self-aware to sit, take a back seat sometimes and let people be more comfortable, which um, with that, I love, I love awkward people. I think I like when I meet someone who I can tell is a little bit yeah. anxious in conversation just because it's conversation, not because of like anything to do with me or anything. I love that. I love that because yeah. it's, uh, because I know that there's like a part of you that you're not comfortable sharing with me yet. And I want to know it. I want to, yeah. because yeah. when, 
because I, I know that surface level, like it's awkward, it's weird, but I want to know the weird parts about you. Cause like, I'm weird. I wear, I wear, I'm the most outward person. You can learn anything about me just the first time you meet me. So, but like a lot of people aren't like that. So I know, you know, maybe it does take three or four times for me to get to know you and then kind of fight you on that awkwardness or that social distance. And, you right. know, to like, and then once you start, you give me little Easter eggs of like bits of yourself that I really, I'm like, Oh, that was funny. Like you said that's something. Cool. Fu- okay. That's funny. Yeah. You need to dive into that more. And I, I'm really good at encouraging people. Like if they do something I really like yeah, to be yeah, like, yo, yeah, yeah. yo, that's awesome. I love that. Like you should keep doing that. You know, like not just, yeah, not directly. <laughs> it's not like yelling in their face. Do that again. Just do it. You know, <laughs> they're like Shia LaBeouf over here but (laughs) but you know i i I think you know it sometimes you know as much as i am stubborn sometimes i i can fight through that stubbornness to you know give people three or four chances before you know it it becomes a friendship because not more times than not you're not gonna uh meet someone and instantly click you know more time you know the yeah. more likelihood is you're gonna have an awkward conversation it might be a little weird and then you're gonna go off and then maybe if you meet again maybe the second time is a lot better just because you recognize that person's face you're like oh yeah just by circumstance we're in the same place and it's like oh, okay okay we actually we had that first interaction that was weird now we can just be like hey what's up you know <laughs> you don't have to like dude put on a face I'm, you know i'm so glad you said that like i i love hanging out with people who are a little bit socially awkward just because I was socially awkward too. And because I figured out how to get it out of me, I can kind of give little tidbits to them on how to get it out of them as well. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> oh, wait, so the first time I met Allison, my wonderful girlfriend, Bullshit. Uh, she was, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love her to death. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so we were, <laughs> we worked together all right. And before she came in for work that night, one of her friends was like, oh, Jordan, you're going to meet Allison tonight. She go like I call her Taylor because that's her middle name. But everyone else calls her Allison. She's really cool. I think you guys would be friends. I was like, OK, cool. That's great. And then she shows up to work and I'm like, all right, let me go, you know, make conversation with her. And I'm like, so do you like to be called Allison or Taylor? And she looks at me and she's like, who the hell are you? <laughs> And then walks off. I was like, dang, that went by really bad. And then two weeks later, oh, this is one of my favorite stories. I love the story of her. We're at like the we're at like the, the work Christmas party or whatever. And I'm like, oh hey, Allison, let me buy you a drink. Or no no no. I went and got her like a a drink. I was mm-hmm. like, hey, I bought you this drink. And she's like, Oh, I don't drink. I have church in the morning. I was like, oh. Okay, cool. And then... <laughs> More for me. <laughs> I'm like, cool, that's fine. You know, and then she kind of walks off. And then I find out three days later, she's like, yeah, I got so hammered at that Christmas party. <laughs> I was like, this girl just shelved me completely. I'm like, I'm just trying to be a friend. I'm just trying to be friends with you. Eventually, it got really well, obviously, but like... <laughs> I love that she just was like, I'm not fucking with you when she first met you. <laughs> yeah. That makes your relationship way better in my God, eyes. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm not falling for your schemes, Jordan. <laughs> She's a silly goyle. I was like, literally, I like, I'm just trying to meet a new friend. Like, that's all I wanted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's all I cared about. But. <laughs> all right. So. Now, I wanted to ask you about what are your thoughts on 
the jealous friend. What do you think about the Ooh. one who's like, if you're not hanging out with them, oh, it's, fucking, it's hell to pay. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I I really experienced this in college. I'm not going to name names. Um, mm-hmm. But there, there was certain aspects uh, where I was really, really, really good friends with this person. And m- moving into my sophomore year of college, we were best friends. And when I moved into this house, I started meeting new people who had similar interests. Uh, and to preface that, this friend that I'm talking about that I was best friends with my freshman year, uh, who kind of helped introduce me to a lot of people, he was a really right. uh, good person. He branched me out to meet way more people than I thought I would. Um, so to him, to me, he was my glue. Like I was like, I don't have friends unless I hang out with you. Um, right. So... Which a little bit was the case, but, you know, my friendships with the people that I met through him were real, but at the time they didn't feel like it because they were facilitated by somebody else, right? Right. Um, and, and that person knew that, you know, the friend I was meeting way better than I did. So I was like, why, and why, why, I'm already, I'm like kind of already, like I'm already behind you guys. You guys have your friendship. I'm not going to be in it, which is a terrible mindset to have, but that's the way I thought about it. Um, but then... We move into this house, and I start meeting all these people that were playing music, people that I could hang and chill with. We played video games. We had really similar mindsets, and like yeah. I, I started clicking with them. And these were friends I was making on my own whim. And so it felt like there was this genuine quality to it. Right. Where I, you know, because I didn't meet them through someone else, I was like, I'm facilitating all this by myself. This is awesome. Like these are, yeah. uh, you know, it made me feel good because of that. So when that started happening, um, that person that, you know, I was best friends with freshman year would kind of, because he spread himself so thin between all these different people that he knew, he knew everyone in the city and he right. would, he spread himself so thin that he didn't have in my eyes, he didn't have his crew, you know, he had a hundred pennies, not four quarters. And so when I started, you know, hanging out with these other people on more of my daily basis, it got kind of this it, jealousy crept in and he kind of got mad at me for not being as um, inclusive and not, be, you know, not kind of adding him to what I was doing. And that actually was a, a big fallout in our friendship because he was getting jealous and mad at me over stuff that I wasn't really thinking about because whenever we would hang out, we would be downstairs playing video games in the house and I don't I don't knock or I just walk in go hey what's everyone doing and then we right. hang out and so my mindset was on that I wasn't texting these people to hang out I wasn't doing I was just like if they're around we'll hang out and he didn't have that mentality where he he wanted to be invited he wanted to be he wanted to be introduced that way and so he didn't have the mentality of just like coming in the room and then hanging out with everybody so I was battling this thing of like I have to invite this person who I live with to come hang out with me in my house. That's not that's not how yeah. that works for me. Um, right. And this this both comes from insecurity on both ends, you know. Uh, and so when I'm talking about this, I'm, I'm sounding kind of heated. I'm not at all, but uh, <laughs> but he would get mad at me because I didn't introduce him. Or I was becoming better friends with someone else, and I'm like, that's not you know. I I try not to put blame on anything or anybody, mm-hmm. but he was getting worked up that I was becoming better friends with these people. And the only reason I was becoming better friends with him is because we spent so much time at the house together doing those things. And I was like, you know, you're here at the house too. You can also hang out with us oh, yeah, exactly. and walk downstairs and join us. You don't have to be invited. You don't have to. And so we battled this like, 
oh, and in in my head, I didn't really give a shit because I was like, you know, everyone in this city. Why are you so butthurt about one person leaving? But it was because right. he didn't. He yeah, he knows a lot of people, but he didn't have that crew. You know, he didn't have his day yeah. ones. In, in my in pennies. In my eyes, yeah, in my yeah. eyes, he didn't. And I'm sure he had people who really love him and respect him and like were his crew. Right. But you know what I mean? We were battling that like because I was becoming friends with different people, they got, he got really mad. And I was like, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's probably should have tried to be a little bit more inclusive knowing where he was coming from. I should have been understanding and like the way he operates on being invited to friendships and that kind of deal. I should have right. been a little bit more, uh, a little more, you know, accepting of that. Um, at the time, you know, I'm, st- I was learning how friends work and I was learning how to kind of cope with that, you know, at, in, right. in the time. So I was unaware of how to handle that at the time, but, um, like looking back on it, yeah, it was it, the jealous friend. Definitely, it was hard to maintain because they would get mad, and then me, them getting mad at me, made me want to distance myself from them. Because I was like, my, yeah. why would I want to be friends with someone who's mad at me all the time? That's like exactly, you know. I mean, have it makes you? No sense. Yeah. Did you have the jealous friend? I mean, <laughs> I've never had the jealous friend, um, but I have witnessed the jealous friend very close hand. So, an ex girlfriend of mine, her roommate. Like, if she would do anything without her, the the roommate would just be belligerent. Like, she would get fucking pissed off about it. It's like, Ooh. you, you like, he's like I, I'm your best friend. Why are we not doing this together? And I, she was like, I was going on a date with Jordan. <laughs> 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 Bruh, I'm not even lying. This, oh, fucking, I, uh, quickly, I became very not good friends with this girl but she would like try and outdo me on like valentine's day oh and like she, the friend would the friend would yeah whoa like she would buy my ex-girlfriend gifts <laughs> for valentine's day i was like what are you doing like why are you taking this away from me <laughs> on, like her birthday on christmas all these it didn't matter on freaking thanksgiving like you're giving her a thanksgiving present what are you talking about what are you <laughs> Um, and if she didn't like if she wasn't the first person to be invited to something or if she wasn't involved in planning something and i can't even lie whenever i was planning things i would purposefully leave her out <laughs> there's just the to pity there it up. is <laughs> this is petty jordan petty like, oh no she's gonna hate this <laughs> and like <laughs> not my best move but yeah. you know like she would just get so mad at these little things that literally made no sense to me. And mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, we literally just went to go grab lunch. And you weren't home at the time. Why are you getting mad that we didn't say, like, hey, come across town so you can grab lunch with us? Just so you could say no anyway. Like, she wanted the ability to say, no, I don't want to hang out. Not have the yeah, she wanted <laughs> the to be choice in... made for her, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, included in everything, yeah. It's insane. It was ridiculous. And I was like, I don't know how you do this. If I ha- if I was dealing with someone like this, I would have quickly said goodbye. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> that was it. That was it. And I don't know. That I'm I'm very thankful that I haven't had one of those situations pop up yet. Who knows? Maybe they will. But Oh, goodness yeah. gracious. I, Everyone that I'm friends with, we pretty much know where we're at. It's like, okay, you're hanging out with these guys? Cool. No worries. I'll see y'all next time. Sweet. And like they don't get jealous for being left out. 
of yeah. certain little things. And I'm like, dude, we're not even leaving you out. This is just how this worked out. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like when one friend group can't get mad at the other because, like, uh, it, it's that situation. And I'm gonna kind of generalize. You know, what if I have one group that is music based and I only play music and I'm hanging out yeah. with these people and then I have like my bar friends and that one of the bar friends who doesn't play music at all is like, why are you, you know, you didn't invite me to go hang out with your friends over there. I'm like, well, you not to be rude, but you can't really offer anything in like, you know, I can't include you the way I would want to include a friend in this friend right. group. So I'm not going to invite you because that wouldn't be fun for you. It would be yeah. I would be fighting the instinct of being like, hey, I have to entertain this person at all times, but I also, I'm here to play music, you know? So it's exactly. <laughs> it's this, yeah, you can't get mad. Um, but, I mean, you said something, you, like, people know their place, and I think, yeah. yeah, I think that's a really, I think for, like, the kind of the last topic I want to hit on for friendships mm -hmm. is knowing your place in a friendship. And because, and because Chris was the one who brought this topic to our attention. I want to really alleviate some of his anxieties for a second um, mm -hmm. that I feel like from an outside perspective that I feel um, because he, I moved out of the house and uh, at, with all my best friends. And then Chris was a good friend of ours. We met him before uh, when we were in college and at the Aylesford house. Um, right. But he took my place when I moved out. And so he, yeah, he was a good, he was a friend of ours, but he was just now being introduced to everybody. And he got into a circle where these people who were friends knew each other for a number of years at this point, right? right. So he didn't know anybody that close yet. And so I bet, I, I, you know, from an outside perspective, if I was in his shoes, I would have the anxiety of all these people are friends, but I'm not as good as friends with them as they are together. So I'm just kind yeah. of tagging along, right? But I want to I wanna alleviate, yeah, I'm a little stubborn as a friend. I think, you know, the more times I hang out with him, the more open we get with each other. And he has actually moved into a position where I consider him a dear friend of mine now. And uh, But it took some time. It did. It took, uh, I think, yeah. it, I mean, he lived there for a few months before we had real conversations with each other. And and, you know, we were, our dynamic was, it didn't, it's not that it didn't mesh. It was just like, it wasn't an instant click. So, yeah. you know, the thrill of us being, we were like more friends because of the circumstances, you know, he lived at the house and I, I'm over there all the time. So I'm going to talk to you. I'm not going to be rude, you know, but, yeah, exactly. and you know, I, from an outside perspective, like I said, I don't want to assume anything on his part. Um, but I can see where he was, you know, their anxiety is of, oh, I, you know, I'm not really making good friends with these people that are already really good friends with each other. But I will say, like, he's shown himself and proved himself in ways of friends in a friendship that those people that are really close to me haven't. And I was like, oh, I, I recognize that. And yeah, we haven't known each other for as long. And, and I probably do hold on to my personal experiences with certain people a little bit more than I, yeah. you know. Uh, and that's what makes me closer to somebody. I probably do hold on to that a little bit more than I should. But I want to, you know, he he was a friend by circumstance, but it did lead into a friendship where I can actually really trust this person. And he is yeah. there for me and I'm there for him. And now it's like, you know, every time I come over, it's not I'm not over there to hang out with anyone in specific if he's the only one home i'm gonna hang out with him and hang and you know it's not like i walk in and he's sitting on the couch and i'm like oh just chris all right oh. see you guys <laughs> cool yeah you know uh, <laughs> and and chris if you're listening um i hope you are we love you man i love you and i hope that those anxieties um if you're if you're struggling with them or you're dealing with them um, i'm so happy you brought that to my attention because i wasn't really aware of those uh 
you know, you know, coming from uh, the position I am where I'm so certain of the people that I'm going to be around and that kind of deal. And when you're stepping into that situation, I can totally see where, you know, I have my checklist on all these people that live in this house of why they're my friends, but he doesn't have that checklist yet. He's just starting, you know, he, maybe he wrote his first thing down and I'm like, okay, that's good. And it's going to take time. I think you have to be patient and form friendships uh, naturally and organically. I don't think you can force a friendship, you know, don't, I mean, if you're going to force it and like force yourself to be around somebody that you just don't like or don't vibe with, I mean, it's just, you're not going to have a good time. And why would you think friends are supposed to be there for good times? You know, it's, I mean, they're there through the bad, but you know, initially they're there for the the good times. (laughs) Exactly. I think it's important to realize like you don't have to be friends with everyone. Um, but when you are trying to, <laughs> what what did you say on the, uh, on the rejection episode? I like to weasel my way in the friendship. <laughs> I do. I do. I do. I really do. <laughs> when you're trying to get, in, if you meet this group of people and you're like, Oh damn, these guys are really freaking cool. I, I want to hang out with them more. And I have a lot of, you know, experience with this is that whenever i meet a new group of like work people it Mm -hmm. usually takes me a little bit of time because they don't think that i'm like being genuine they think i'm just trying to say whatever joke comes to mind so i can try to impress them or whatever no that's just how i am i'm a silly person i do silly things i say silly stuff and (laughs) i perfect example i worked at this restaurant in lexington for the first month and month or two really that i worked there they did not like me much they thought i was just trying to say whatever i could to get in with them and i was just like no i really don't care if you guys like me or not i think you're really cool i hope you like me like mm-hmm. i would like that but i'm not trying to impress you i'm just being me like being i'm just having you? a good yeah. time and eventually like we became really really close friends and they all you know they worked together for years like they had all these deep connections and here i was this new little silly white boy just like coming in like oh what's going on everybody <laughs> like <laughs> it it takes a little while so you know don't lose the faith you know just be genuine be who you are because if you try to put up a front people are going to realize that really quickly and they're not they're not going to vibe with that. But if you're really being who you are, that's good. Like, mm-hmm. I I would much rather hang out with someone who's kind of a jerk but is genuine about being a jerk <laughs> than someone who's a jerk behind closed doors. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. Like, if you're going to be an asshole, be an asshole. And, like, tell me how you really feel. I hope you do. But if you're like, oh, no, everything's cool, you're good – you will not believe what this fucking bitch said. Yes. Like <laughs> it makes it, it's not going to work out. And if if you're having to put on that front anyway, maybe look for a different group of people to start hanging out with. Yeah. If these are not the people that you naturally click with, why force yourself into it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because then that, I mean that just you're a you're being fake. Yeah. Like, hands down, you're just not being yourself. And then if you're forcing this friendship, like you're gonna feel. Like if you're forcing yourself to be friends with somebody and that person is just not on the same front as you, like they think you're just around and they think you're just there and they don't have the connection that this is a friendship. And if you're forcing that, it's just going to, one day it's going to blow up and someone's going to say something mean and be like, dude, I don't even like you or something. You know what I mean? And it's like, why would you get to that? Like, let it get to that point of like, if you don't vibe with someone, like you were saying, you can't be friends with everybody. Don't. Don't force it, you know, just Don't worry about you it. can, I'd I like to say, I, cause, because I'm so observant and I like to read the room, I, I can kind of pick on those 
pick up those things a little easier than some other people probably can. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, I I really genuinely feel like you can feel if you are connecting with somebody or you can feel if it's genuine or, you know, there's moments where I'm friends with people because I've started just the conversation of just like, I need to be a nice person. You know, I didn't really value what the time I was with them or anything, but um, leaving that situation, it's not that you know, I may, I, yeah, I'm not going to be friends with them, but I had a good moment, you know, it's like, so it's, it's knowing my place and my place is with the people that showed me they really care. And if you're, you know, you can tell if someone's being fake. I mean, I guess you can't when you're in going through it at the time, I guess it's really hard to understand that, but, um, I, I don't know. It's just like a, if you're, if you're being fake, then you're forcing yourself to be someone around these people. And then you have to uphold that that like, throughout the whole thing the whole time yeah. and it's this huge yeah. lie that you have to carry around and it's and then if two you know i've had this exhausting. same it's exhausting <laughs> and i've had this happen in front of me before where this person is one way in front of me and in my eyes that's who they are that's like one number okay right. you're this person and then they this friend group shows up that they know a little bit more and they are a completely different person yeah. with this other group and i'm like you would never say that around me you would never do those things around me. You would never do it. And that just, it was like, okay, then you're not a true friend of mine because if you're hiding per- parts of yourself to be around me, because you think I'm going to judge you or you think, then you don't know me yeah. at all. You know, then, then yeah. I'm just like, okay, back up. And it, it, it's detriment to any kind of, because you're, if you're being fake, you're not allowing someone to know you personally, which then if they find that out, they're building a wall between you two. Yeah. immediately because if i found out you lied to me or like you did something else even if it's small like don't like especially if it's small because it's like why did you lie about that lie about it in the first place like like, okay you said you're an eagle scout when you're really not yeah that's it in the reality it doesn't really freaking matter but we're only a cub scout god yeah it's like in, in, (laughs) in retrospect it doesn't really freaking matter that you lied about that specific thing but to me i'm just like if you're lying about the littlest stuff you know, when you go through something and it comes up to me, you're going to lie to me again. Lie about, so, yeah, like, you know, definitely going to lie about. The big <laughs> yeah. Don't, yeah, just I can immediately if it's not genuine, it's not for me. You know, it's yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, and and it doesn't have to. When I say genuine, it doesn't have to be. Oh, we have this. We had this heartfelt talk about our lives, and now we're friends. It could be as simple as having a beer with someone watching a game. I completely think that's genuine. And it's like yeah. I had a good time. I just met Jerry over here, and we drank a beer, watched a game, shot the shit Jerry's a little bit, a cool dude. <laughs> and we left. Yeah, it wasn't in depth about ourselves, but it was genuine. We were there yeah. hanging out. It's cool. It's a real experience. It's a- and like <laughs> it, it takes patience to to make friends with people. You know, you have to. Like I said, just people aren't going to, not everyone's going to gravitate towards you and you're not going to attract all these different groups, every person that you want to be friends with. Mm -hmm. Eventually people will come along as long as you're being who you are and having a good time with it. People are going to show up. They're going to be like, oh shit, I don't know anything about what you're doing, but I think it's cool that you're enjoying yourself. Let's hang out. Like that'll happen. That's happened to me a million different times Yeah, where I'm playing drums People have no idea how to hold, you know, <laughs> what a drum is. Somehow, I don't fucking know. But they're like, oh, my God, that's so cool. Come tell me stories about this thing that I have no idea about. And, like, they're genuinely interested about hearing something that they have no idea what it's about. You know, yeah. like, people will take to your interests even if they don't share those interests. And people will, you know, be open-minded to learn some new things and, you don't have to be exactly the same as people to make friends. 
it's mm-hmm. good to be different from people because then you get to hear about all these things that you don't experience regularly. Exactly. And that's that's one of my favorite parts about being, you know, having these different friend groups is like I never know what I'm going to hear and that's so much fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so like much fun. yeah, exactly. You don't and 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 friends will surprise you too. I I mean, I I think uh because this has happened to me a lot where I'm charismatic, I'm fun, I love to go out and I love to see people, love to have a good time, make people laugh, make me feel good and vice versa, it makes me feel good. Um, I'm the kind of friend that I am to a lot of people is the hundred penny side where they invite me to a, like a cookout or something like that. And they're like, come on over because they know I'm just bringing fun. I'm going to bring yeah, a, exactly. I'm just going to come over. I'm going to, I'm not going to put anyone down. I'm nice. I'm going to, you know, it's going to be a good time, but I know yeah. my place in those friendships. Am I going to be like, Hey, you know, those people, I, I, you know, it's not that I can't talk to them about certain things because if they, if I know that they have a certain experience that I want to kind of share, I'll do that. But, you know, time and place, I know a lot of people in my life are probably just like, hey, Martin, come over to have a good time. I'm like, okay, cool. I know my place in that. There's a respect. Yeah. There's a respect to it. It's not doesn't make them less of a friend because we don't have those conversations. Right. It's just I know my place in those friendships. I and know what's going on here. And are they, they're not gonna get mad at me for being like, Oh yeah, I talked to my other friend about this certain subject. And they're gonna be like, You didn't talk to me about it? Like that's not how that's no one reacts like that, you know. I hope Bitch. and you're yeah, it's, <laughs> they're they're like, Oh my god, the guy who comes over and I love to drink with and hang out with and he's fun, he didn't tell me about his problems. What? Like <laughs> It's a, you know, I know my place in a lot of friendships and, and, and that's a self-determining thing. I think, yeah. I don't, I don't think anyone told me that, you know, Hey, yeah. you're this type of friend to me. I just you noticed just kinda it. You just kind of feel it out. You just kind of feel it yeah. out. I just, and, and with, okay. and to relate it with you, Jordan, specifically, I think that's a, a really good way of our, why we stayed friends is because whenever we hung out in person. It was awesome. But every few months we would, you know, we would text each other, you know, here and there and see how each other are doing. But when I showed up, you know, there was never a conversation of like, oh my God, I haven't seen you in three months. Like you did all this stuff without me and you did. Uh, and it was just like, okay, what have you been up to for the past three months? Like <laughs> I, what you've been doing at the time, our friendship was so great because we just, we didn't give a shit like quality time with each other was not the basis of our friendship. It was just like, Oh, I know that guy is a really cool guy. I love, and we always have fun with him. If when the time comes, yeah, I'm going to go hang out with him, but I'm not going to get mad at him for having a whole other life and like be friends with all these different people. And like, (laughs) because I saw, I mean, even like the little snippets that I saw you, I remember, one of my favorite stories of all time with you, Jordan is (laughs) you, you had this uh, bonfire in your backyard yeah. And you were like, hey, Martin, come over and hang out. And you were like, we're just hanging out at the fire, having a few drinks. And I was like, okay, sounds good. I show up and I, I knew a few of your roommates, um, but you were in the backyard, like already hammered. <laughs> and, and all your and all your friends were there. And I, uh, I guess you had told everybody that I was coming because like right when I was going up the driveway, like I said, I didn't know your friends very well, but they were all like, Marty, what's going on? And I thought I was just showing up to have a few drinks. The next thing I know, I'm like jumping over your fire uh, because I didn't like people were claiming I can't jump. So I'm like, oh yeah, I'm doing that. And then I have to call my buddy Brad to come pick me up because I just got too... We just got too much in that night. <laughs> but it's one of my favorites because I was surrounded. Uh, you were my only friend in that situation. And you, and I know your friends, uh, They 
you cherished them because you talked about them in the way you did. And I was like, oh, I recognize that he really vibes with these people. Um, whether or not I do or not, it's still going to be a good time, you know? Yeah. But I immediately showed up. Everyone was so welcoming. Everyone was so fun. And then we just ended up having a great time. And that was, that was like we hadn't seen each other in months. After and then yeah. I didn't see you for months after that. It was yeah. <laughs> we had one night and it was like every time it's it's like every time you come back to Lexington, we have one night together where we yeah. go out and like maybe talk and have a conversation and it's the best moment of that month or that you know it's right? like yeah. <laughs> oh shit it's always my favorite night of the of my visit exactly <laughs> it really and it's like, you know we only get the the certain little you know because i know you're out there to see people and you you have your uh personal schedule and that kind of deal so it's <laughs> it's but i have that kind of friendship with a lot of people um my best friend from home it's kind of like you uh he lived I mean, I could throw a rock at his house my whole life. Right. And, and, you know, in right kindergarten and grade school, we knew each other, friends still to this day. And we don't see each other, but when I go home for Thanksgiving and Christmas, and, you know, yeah. and it's, we talk, of course, throughout the year. We're best friends. He keeps me updated on what's going on and vice versa. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like we just pick up right where we left off. And I have more, I think, more friends um, besides my posse that I hang out with in person here. I think that's like the majority of my friends are that way. Like I have yeah. my one of my uh, people that I, I'm thinking of like being in my wedding. They're here, but also like you're in New Orleans. Like I have a buddy Mason who's in Wilmington, North Carolina at the beach. And I have a person in Charlotte. That And the, all these people are so distant from me, but doesn't like they're my best friends. You know, it's, yeah. like, it's weird. It's weird. Like all but one of my best friends are scattered throughout the country. <laughs> like I have... <laughs> I've got Kenny down here, but that's about it in Louisiana. <laughs> mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I don't have my main people. Like they're all like I got one. You got two people in Ohio. I got two people in Tennessee. I got a person in St. Louis. I got a person over here in Philly. I got all these different people everywhere. That I don't know. It's it's kind of nice because I know that wherever I go, I'll have a friend close by. How cheesy is that? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, what what <laughs> sign did you read that <laughs> It was in your mama's kitchen, boy. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> Allison. <laughs> oh. oh man. Oh man. Well, I think that's a. I think that's a good place. Oh yeah, man. I think it is. In uh, you know, I I what I what I do. I know we said last thoughts a little while ago, but I do want to say this as my last thought. Sure. Um, and yeah, we didn't ahead. really talk on it a little. Uh, we have a few extra minutes, but uh, I do think it is the older I get, the harder it is to make friends. And I think, yeah. and I think it's because looking at myself and digesting it this way, I like I said, I put up walls and I'm stubborn. It doesn't matter if I'm charismatic and I enjoy my time. I'm a little stubborn when it comes to accepting who's a friend of mine. And I think right. that's just a general consensus across the board is like when you get older. It's because people have fucked you over enough times at this point in your life to where, yeah, meeting someone you instantly click with is awesome. But you don't just immediately like let people into your life. And I think yeah. that's a huge thing people need to recognize um, is like, you know, I like to say know your place for sure. I know that's a really... Uh, you know, I'm not, don't take that out of context. I'm talking about friendships yeah. here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's hard to know your place, but I mean, like knowing your place, you, you, you know, if you're growing with somebody, you know, if you're connecting with someone on a deeper level and that just happens naturally. I don't think, you know, like you said, you can't force that. Um, but I think it is, it is, it is hard to recognize of that why friends are a bit harder to make when you get older. I mean, I mean, do you, are you still, are you experiencing that? The older you get, the harder it is to make friends. Yeah. 
Yeah, I I can't lie. It's definitely true for me. Um, especially you know, in this last year, I haven't made a new friend. So like, I've just been sticking to. I kind of I can't wait for everything to be safe to be doing you know regular everyday things again. Mm-hmm. Because I really I, I was talking to Allison about this. I can't wait to go out and meet new people and make new friends. Like I'm really excited for it. Because I, one, I've kind of forgotten what it's like. Yep. To meet these new different people. But I, I am self aware enough to know that I know I'm not it's not kindergarten anymore. And just because we sit at the same table and you ask me for a red crayon, <laughs> you are now my friend for life. <laughs> I know that's not the case anymore. Yeah. And so I I'm excited to see what it takes for someone to really vibe with me. I'm really mm-hmm. How quickly that comes, it's different for everybody. I'm not going to say that there's a set rate about, okay, so I've known uh, Jack over here for seven days. He's about, I'd say, a third of a percentage of my friend now. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not going to say that because some people I like completely off the bat. And I'm like, I want to hang out with you more. Like, I think we could be great friends. Other people, it's like, okay, like if you're around, I'll hang out with you. Mm-hmm. We'll see where it goes from there. Exactly. It's different for everybody, but... It does get a little hard. <laughs> I can't. I can't lie. I am, like I said, I'm really picky about who I take in, mm-hmm. but I'm willing to take in everyone. That's awesome. You know I'm what not. Saying? So <laughs> <laughs> I'm so. It's a. It's a thing where it's. I'm this not. is. This is honestly my last thought. <laughs> if my mom said this, and uh, because my parents are getting to retirement age. Um, they're about to move down to Florida and they live next door to their best friend and they have this whole cul-de-sac of their best friends in, in Florida. I'm like, you guys are living the dream of what any person I That's know wants fun. to do. So That's pretty cool. <laughs> um, but with that, they are, my parents are like, I have my friends and I'm done. And they're at the age where, yeah, they're probably not, they're, they might make new bingo friends one day or something like that. <laughs> but <Hell> they, yeah. <laughs> they've just have 20 30 years of experience with these people like you know it's harder it's going to be harder for them to make friends uh yeah I, you know with with that much experience with uh, that much backing behind people but i mean they are they are open enough to you know let other people in like when they they have already moved they they visit the house they already bought a house down there and they visit quite often and they literally left right after christmas like we had christmas morning and they were like we're going to florida i was like wait what like <laughs> All right, bye. I guess okay. <laughs> and uh but they I mean their whole cul-de-sac is now this little community and you know they met the so some funny. of yeah, they met some of the people in this community when they got there. So they're they're forming lifelong friends still to this day, but you know, there's certain there's certain circumstances that kind of allow yeah. that to happen and, and I think it's just recognizing that cuz it you know <laughs> it is it is different because when you've known when you've had a a set group of friends for years you do gradually raise the bar of what it takes for people to be considered your best friends, right? Because every every other day you're going through a new experience together and you're sharing more and more with them that when a new person comes along, they're so far behind that they mm-hmm. don't know everything's going on. So I, I think it's easy for us to just look back and be like, ah, oh, he's too far. He's too far behind. I can't, I can't mm-hmm. wait for this motherfucker. Yeah. But who says you have to wait? <laughs> like yeah. maybe he won't be as close of a friend, but he can still be a friend. He's just trudging a little bit behind y'all. Absolutely. And eventually, who knows? Maybe he'll get there. Maybe he'll get that maximum overdrive <laughs> and get through. <laughs> but <laughs> there it is. There it is. 
But <laughs> not planned, by the way. But <laughs> but I don't know. I I think we have to be mindful that we have to be mindful to be open to accept new people because who yeah. knows what they'll bring to the table. Exactly. And who knows what you're what you're missing that you don't even know that you're missing from your existing group. I'm Absolutely. not saying it's a bad thing to to have your existing group and no one else, but I'm not saying it's a bad thing either to let new people in. Exactly. So. Yeah. And uh, you know, as stubborn as I am, I still for whoever's listening, I would love to start a friendship with you guys. <laughs> so you can follow us at Almost Cool Pod and at creation underscore of Martin and at Jordan Hooter underscore. And uh, yes, please follow us and leave a review and like and comment. Um, because I know, like I said, we're stubborn, but hey, we love to actually form new friends. And we've actually yeah. had people who have reached out already. We have had conversations and we just want to keep this ball rolling because it's so, you know, as, as much as you feel like you may be behind in our friendship. Yeah, it's but we're here to grow with each other. And that's <laughs> we're here to make new friends. We are open. I don't I know that the whole podcast or whole podcast are probably thinking I don't like meeting people. <laughs> <laughs> That's not at all. Um, but you can, yeah, just please uh, leave a comment or review. Um, and if you want to write in to the show, please email us at almostcoolpod at gmail.com. We would love to hear what you have to say. If you have any thoughts or comments or concerns about the show or just want to reach out and get something off your chest, we are always open to making new friends. And we hope, you know, with th- this kind of shedded light on uh, certain aspects of your f- friendships that you have in your life. And, um, With that, I think uh, we'll see you guys next week. We'll see you guys, yeah, next week. Next Next week, I was about to say next year. Not yet. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, this is going to be way into next year, so sorry. (laughs) I'm behind. Love y'all. All All right. All right. Well, uh, just, you know, thanks for ruining my outro. All right. (laughs) Just kidding. I just kidding. Friendship over. Friendship over. All right, I'm. Uh, if anybody's out there, please write in. I would love a new ho- co-host, um, and uh, <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Bye.